0: Ho, ho, ho. What's good, everybody? It's Jeff Fucking Stream, and tis the season to be nerdy. We got another episode of the Zone Podcast, and with me today, we got XMK Joseph. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Oh, man. I'm uh really excited for this one.
0: <laughs> yes, because this is a movie that I was waiting to cover. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the review on Spider Man No Way Home. And without further ado, scooby us do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> now you know, before we get into the because I know some people haven't seen the movie and you know they're gonna get really curious about oh, what are they gonna talk about with this review? Like no, we are not holding back with this review. We are a heavy spoiler. So if you haven't seen it, go ahead and jump off this review and get back to us when you do see the film. Just but before see it. we, <laughs> yeah, so uh, before we're gonna give you all a chance by allowing Joe give you a quick non-spoiler impression of the um, movie.
1: Go ahead. All right, non-spoiler. This is the best Spider-Man movie ever. Uh, it is yeah. now my current number one. Uh, it has very a, a bunch of bunch of great highs, bunch of tear jerking scenes, bunch of cheering scenes, bunch of hype scenes, sad scenes, everything was just up and down, up and down. It was it's it's literally the best Spider-Man, and that's all I gotta say about it without spoiling it. Right.
0: And me myself personally, if I were to give my impression, based, without spoilers, I would say yes. 19 to 20 years of spider-man movies made this so <sighs> worth it because yeah. you know yeah all the sensor why i want to say i'm showing up because you already know in the trailers uh there's doc Ock, there's green goblin sandman uh lizard and electro so yeah that was pretty cool uh for what they had right then and there but as we go further into the review, you'll see that there is a lot more shocking stuff going on. And I think that was plenty of time to let everyone know that, yeah, you don't want to stick around for all the spoilers. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Bruh,
1: first of all,
0: holy fucking shit!
1: Oh my god, yes.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. So like... So, like, I saw this with the... A, with a, a, I saw this on Thursday, the 16th. And I had a sold-out crowd. And it was just electric. Like, the whole, the whole fucking audience were, like... Every single fucking, like, cameo. Every single hype moment was just fucking amplified to fucking 11. And it was... Uh, I know some people hate that shit, but, like... For movies like this... I'm, I'm I'm so hype! I'm so hype about it. Like, it, it was like, if not more hype than like um, Infinity War and game stuff. Like, it was it was crazy. It was fucking ridiculous. Just hearing all those people cheering, and then when you get to certain scenes, people start fucking like. I could literally hear people like crying and cheering. It was fucking amazing. But oh my god, this is a fucking ride. <laughs> like metaphorically and literally when you've
0: seen some of the shit that you've seen Like for starters let me just go ahead uh, bust it wide open like y'all know how some people were speculating Charlie Thompson's daredevil to appear in the movie like in that one scene with the, uh, the Texas whatnot so it is confirmed that he wasn't in that scene but like the very next one when they were back at the house I'm like, okay what we're gonna do your lawyer and then they uh, pan through fucking Charlie
1: card out like yeah kid uh, I'm here to help him uh, Dude when no. his when his fucking um uh, I don't know what the correct term for the the fucking blind stick is uh but like when he does the whole like and then like everyone in the fucking audience just start cheering like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like uh, when I went, uh, keep in mind that we're in a smaller area, but it was uh, halfway. Like the theater that I was in, like we were in that really good one with the uh, reclining seats and everything. Yeah. Anyways, uh, even then it was like halfway full because I went Thursday at three o'clock in the in the afternoon so that was probably when some people were like at work or they were probably doing something else but I went in there as soon as I could and people were cheering for Charlie Cox and all the other cameos that showed up where uh, my favorite part when he was in there was when they were keep in mind that no way home is pretty much the aftermath of far from home where Mysterio frames Spider-Man for all that shit, and he's dealing with the backlash of that, and then Charlie Cuff is sitting in the uh, house, and uh, one brick wise in, and he caught it, and um, <laughs> Peter was like, uh, how'd
1: you do that? Like, I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> Dude, like, I'm, glad that, um, I'm glad that they kept him, that they didn't switch him, and it gives me hope that um. Uh, They keep um, the Punisher and the Kingpin's uh, actors as well. So uh, hopefully we get to see those kind of uh, merge in with the Hawkeye show. I'm like three episodes in, but um, it's pretty hype on that one. Uh, Go on.
0: I'm sorry to spoil spoil for you, bro. They they confirmed the episode 5. Yeah. Oh good, good, you, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I like right, yeah. And by the way, when you get to episode five, Elena,
1: she still got it. Um, I'm, I'm ready. Good. I'm ready. Like I said, like <laughs> I don't, I don't have any other shows to watch. So yeah, I'm probably gonna focus more on Hawkeye stuff. But um, but yeah, going, going back to No Way Home. It's just um, right, right. I, I just uh there's, like, little, little moments that I like in, in this, uh, movie, like, uh, before we get, to, before the Charlie Cox scene, I just like the part where they're just kind of swinging away from everyone. But, but, before, yeah. but before that, there's a bit where, like, the, there's some guy like, they start all start crowding, crowding around MJ, and uh, some guy's like, hey, are you fucking, uh, are you are you Spider-Man's girlfriend? And yeah. then, uh, spider comes down, he's all like, hey, can you not touch her, please, and stuff like that. And there's this random, like, like, like big bitch, like big Latina bitch is like wants to start shit. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like like, like I don't know why, but oh, she's, yeah, she's like, Oh yeah, that one shit. She just, me, me, me. Me. Like, <laughs> <out> <laughs> just bothers me. She's just like she's like, Why'd you just take a back and I'm like, What are you doing, dude? Like she can kick your ass right there, man. and then like, they just like swing away. And then they get to the freaking um uh Bridge and fucking um uh, him and Ed are like, dude Dude, and then, and then I just love how like fucking MJ just like, dude, and she's just kind of like shaking like on top of this He's like, oh shit, my bad. Like it's just a little moments like that. Like throughout the fucking movie, was just really good. And then the uh, fun fact: I, I read that uh, Ned's character uh, Jacob lost 102 pounds for this role. If if the theory suggests. I believe he might be a bad guy at one point, but we'll talk about that later (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) now, like you were saying, they were pretty much trying to deal with Spider-Man being framed for the death of Mysterio, a lot of people were siding with Mysterio based on the evidence that was against Spider-Man, even though they was all framed and like, you know altered evidence and all that shit, and so Damage Control is trying to Spider Man but the last draw was when Peter, MJ and Ned were trying to get into MIT and I believe Peter got in, but MJ and Ned didn't because of his of their affiliation with Spider Man. So um, people
1: brought her and uh I think I think um, didn't get in because he also uh asked for a second chance uh, for himself as well. Yeah. Didn't talk to the lady? Oh, yeah, I must have yeah. I that. Okay,
0: so yeah, he didn't get in either. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah none, <laughs> yeah, none of them got in that, so they're all like, kind of pissed off. <laughs> yeah. So, here's the funny thing. Like, I want uh, I'm not trying to brush uh, into it too much, but essentially because there's a lot of shit going on like I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now uh my only right about this movie as far as I can say right now is that the first hour of the movie does feel a little chopped up and rushed. like they were trying so hard to uh, cover up the aftermath of Far From Home and trying to get into the uh, plot of No Way Home that the first hour kind of felt like it was moving a little too fast but that's that was about it but uh the
1: the way the way i interpreted it was like um it's like um basically a teenager who fucked up and he's trying to fix up his mistake and he's trying to rush it as fast as he can that's how i figured like that's how i thought that's how i felt like the pacing was in the beginning was like oh shit i I gotta do this gotta do this gotta do this and then and they kind of and to me like i feel like they kind of like uh Edited that way, where it's like, like rushed, like it's like on purpose, because like, uh, uh, li- 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 like, like um, Doctor Strange like told Peter like you didn't even ask like, you know, the the college like again if you can get admitted and stuff like that, like because because Peter uh. rushed 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 to do everything like really quickly, so like that that's that's how I I see it in my head. It's like the, it was filmed rushed because it's like Peter Parker's like mentality like, dude, I need to figure out how to fix this as fast as possible. And that that's how that's how I interpret it. But yeah, I can see I can see where it coming from where it's like, We're here, now we're here, now we're here. Like literally, um uh you could you can literally take out the Charlie Cox scene. Like, you you didn't have to add that, like, at all. Yeah. You could have just been on the phone with like uh, you could have been on the phone with him be like, Oh, um, yeah, you're gonna just lay low, um, and, and you happy you're gonna need a better lawyer because they're looking at on you and somebody like you didn't have to have that scene uh, obviously fan service and to you know tie some fucking strings together but I get it I, I get the whole like it's a little rush but I mean once it gets to a certain point I think once like uh, uh, Doc Ock pops up I think that's when it starts like flowing like really good Yeah. cause they had they, cause they had to get to like that point. we had to get from okay Peter has this problem and now Peter has his bigger problem. And, and now now we're here. You yeah. <laughs> know? <laughs> pretty much.
0: But, uh, see, I like how you said that because how it was rushing around, like... one the, uh, I like how Doctor Strange pretty much pointed out the biggest plot hole of Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, even though it was a great film, but just imagine if things went totally differently is... Even just made the call to have them reconsider, but then again, what he did on the highway, uh, trying to save the MIT administrator from Octavius and uh, Green Goblin, uh, it kind of solidified him the three of them getting back in. So it's like, in a way, it's like if he didn't do that, he uh, probably would have had like less of a chance but by being a hero uh, he kind of proved himself that he's not as bad as uh, everybody else is trying to paint him out to be so on one hand yeah he did point out the biggest plot hole but then again if he didn't do that then he probably wouldn't have helped um, MJ and Ned uh, get into MIT
1: and I will explain that in uh-huh. the end <laughs> to, to be fair I didn't know you can argue that yeah I I was saying
0: the same thing like you can call them
1: (laughs) you can be like no wait reconsider like I I didn't know that I thought like that was like the the final statement like no you can't go sorry I didn't even know either that you can also fucking uh, contest it and stuff like that I'm like well that's stupid I could have been like in a different color (laughs) see that's some shit where only Dr. Strange
0: would know like I mean, not only him, but, you know, like, someone who actually been, you know, he is a legit doctor, so he, yeah, he is kind a, of like really college, yeah. so he wouldn't yeah. know. But it's like, how would a teenager know that, bro? That's that's not fair. Yeah,
1: I wish my counselor told me something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, well, you can do your admissions and you feel that. um... Uh, it was unfair of, you know, um, you have, you were rejected for unfair circumstances, Then so you could always contest the admission. And I was like, when was that ever gonna come up, though? Like, <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. But, uh, instead, here's what happened. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, another thing that I noticed, where I was we were talking about the editing, you notice how with Wong when he was about to leave uh, in the trailer Wong was saying don't catch spell Yeah. in the movie he was like you know what do whatever the fuck you want I just don't want nothing to do with it you know I, and the Strange didn't even do the wink when they do it it's like uh, he winked in the trailer but he didn't wink in
1: the movie and it's, another thing was uh, when Spider-Man uh, first comes in in the trailer when he opens the door to the Sanctum uh, fucking Doctor Strange is already floating up on top of the stairs but in the movie when he opens it he's not even there yet it just it just shows the empty staircase and then it just pans to the fucking two people just shoveling which uh, I I lived in New York those were the weakest fucking shovelers I've ever seen in my fucking life (laughs) Like, like like what are they doing they're just killing fucking time that's what they're doing but like I was like god damn these guys suck but anyway but yeah, um, they've done those editing tricks since fucking, uh, like, Infinity War, like, it's an, an, an endgame, like, uh, the whole, uh, trailer bit where they're in Wakanda and, like, everyone's, like, doing their, later like, Avengers pose, like, that wasn't in, that wasn't in the movie, like, they, they add shit, they edit shit, and obviously you can tell with the, the Brazilian trailer when it was all, um... Three villains against Spider-Man, where Wizard just magically gets hit by a ghost. It's yeah, like, it's like obviously um, they added out a bunch of stuff, but uh, that's that's what I like. You know, it just it still keeps you guessing. Like, fucking, um, what's his face? You know, he doesn't say, don't, um, you know, um, don't cast that spell. It's dangerous. He just like, you know what? Do your shit. I'm out later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Essentially, what happened was uh, Peter decided he was uh, head about Dr. Strange to ask him, yo, can you cast a spell to make that the whole world wouldn't know who I am? And I was like, yeah, but it's going to be quite literal because literally everybody will forget that you're Spider-Man, like even your friends and your Aunt May and whatnot. He's like, well, hold on, uh, hold on, wait a minute. Uh, some people even know I was like, kid, you're busting my balls, man. And then he kind of ruined the spell. And next, you know, the bird kind of broke out. And all those villains started to leak out. And
1: <laughs> that's pretty much how that guy kicked. Yeah, he, I think uh, he does, like, three spells. And then the reality starts breaking for a split second. And then Peter says, I, th- I think you said something like, uh uh let, let uh let everyone know who like let everyone know that uh i'm still spider-man like remember that I, that i'm still spider-man and um it just happens to be that the whole damn universe that knows who is spider-man and all the multiverses that know who's spider-man still knows spider-man so that basically means that every villain that knows he's spider-man uh just just slips on through that's that's what fucked everything
0: (laughs) up yeah that was crazy so you get that whole scene with Dr. Octavius uh, trying to fight uh, Peter Uh, under the assumption it was uh, uh, Spider-Man from his universe but it's actually the Spider-Man from the MCU and that whole confusing. I liked how that one scene where uh, as soon as Octavius captures Spider-Man, but the nano suit kind of grafted onto his tentacles and he's like, oh shit, he just gained an unfair d- advantage, but then again, I misread the situation to where, oh, wait, no, I'm wrong. Apparently, the nanos boss attached to the tentacle to a point where now Spider-Man has control over the tentacle. So essentially, it's like he controls the, um, the tentacles and can pretty much...
1: It's submission. Oh, it, it was like syncing up a fucking Bluetooth device. Like it was like that easy. Like like, yeah. like 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 everyone just started laughing when he starts like moving the tentacles. But um, but but before that, before the fight, like um, I remember um, Flash is like, oh, she's she's on the freeway. Uh, she's on the freeway heading to the airport, and then you, you see the whole bridge scene. I'm like, wow, we got to here like already. It's been like fucking thirty minutes. <laughs> I was like, we're uh, we're about to see fucking Blackhawk right now. And then, um, I like how they, um, sorry. I like how they, uh, uh, did the Spider Sense in this movie, too. Where it was like, uh, like basically everything like freezes. I think it was kind of like the same thing in Spider Man 2, I think. Where like basically the whole world like freezes and he's trying to like figure out like what the hell like the, the problem is. And, uh, I like how it's not, like, an instant, like... Oh, I know what's going on. It's, like... His powers are still growing. Because he's only had it for, like... I think, like, a... Uh... What well, was Civil War is like... He had it for six months. And, like... I don't know. I don't want to do math. But, yeah. He, ha- he, he hasn't had it for a long time. And... it's so five years. So, so, it's nice to know that it's still, like... still, like, growing. Because, like, he got blipped, too. So, you got a minus to five years as well. So, uh, I just like the, the fact that, um his powers are like slowly growing and he's slowly like understanding same thing with the in um far from home with the peter tango like he had to you know focus and, and and that was just like a like a like a like a version one of the, the spider sense now like he has this other version where it's like like a, a better version because it's, it's developing more where it's just everything freezes and he's trying to figure out like what's going on like i thought that was i thought that was neat and the yeah. whole The whole Doc Ock fight Was fucking hype Like Just seeing him <laughs> again I'm like Oh my god too.
0: him <laughs> Yeah Like And then it got really um, Fucked Like Just when you thought It was all safe With Octavius But yeah, it all Under control Then suddenly You see that pumpkin bomb um, Rolling on the highway it's like Oh shit Oh, just,
1: just <laughs> hearing it go like, tink, tink. I was like, like everyone was like,
2: <gasps>
1: and then it was like, it like, you just see a goblin and everyone started fucking cheering for him. And then you just hear, uh, go like, Osborne. <laughs> and then it just cuts to them, but going back to the fucking, uh, basement and stuff like that. And it was just, it was just, um, uh, it was like, a. How Godzilla it? It was like a like a little taste, like a little little tease of what was of what was coming, and uh, I didn't feel like I was robbed, like um, from that fight, not like um, like the, the 2014 Godzilla, like when they're about to fight and then just cuts, because it because it's it, it's 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 framed and filmed like that, where like oh they're about to fight and then fucking he gets teleported somewhere else. And it's like that in, in, in Godzilla, but they did that, like, fucking five times. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. Anyway, I digress, but, like... It was just, uh... It's cool seeing, like, the the OG people again. That was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like... Like I said before, it's
0: 19 to 20 years of Spider-Man movies wrapped into one. Like, it's, like, kind of ties it all together. Uh and I like the whole different art of the different villains. I was kind of... Uh, wraps up the end of their story in a way like uh, closure I want to say yeah yeah uh, now oh um uh, not gonna lie we are gonna be jumping around with this review so just to be fair but what I like about this movie is that technically there was a central six it is that the sixth member didn't even meet Spider-Man yet uh you should know who he is yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It was Venom because he was in Mexico uh, trying to get um I don't know the summary of what happened in MCU talking about with Thanos and you know the bat- the fight in New York and all that shit. And we thought he was gonna at least meet Tom Holland Spider Man, but he got pulled back into his own universe. Would love to a little bit of the symbiote. And my thing is, obviously, people going to think, okay, um, black suit Spider Man, that means there's going to be a Venom arc somewhere in the Spider Man movies in the future, right? But my whole thing is hold on, uh, I think it's also setting up Secret Wars because that's how he originally got his um, black suit in the comics, where uh, by the time he got the black suit, uh, Secret Wars
1: were kicking in. So that's my whole thing on that. Yeah, um, people were wondering well, how they were gonna incorporate Venom in this because um, Tom Hardy has stated that you know Venom and Spider-Man will meet up at one point, and um, they were like wondering how because like you you gotta have like you gotta have the symbiote suit Spider-Man first before you even get Venom. So I think that probably the next movie. Um, since uh, obviously <clears throat> the Spider-Man is uh, now living in New York um, towards the end of the movie um, I, th- I think he's gonna t- do the whole job of the Daily Bugle maybe, you don't know yet or some other fucking place he's probably gonna meet with another variant of Eddie Brock who'll look just like Tom Hardy and uh, this, the 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 ooze for some reason the symbiote is uh, is gonna go from Mexico all the way to goddamn New York somehow, but I mean it went from like what like Indonesia to Los Angeles and other movies so I didn't think it's possible this one, but um and I and I feel like um, there's gonna be a struggle with uh, with uh, Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Where he still feels regret after a certain scene that we'll talk about later. Basically, Ame's death. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, all that anger that you see towards the end of the movie where he's about to kill fucking Green Goblin. Like, I, I feel like the Green Goblin's, like, laugh and his talking is going to haunt him a lot. And it's going to piss him off again. And then the suit is going to come in and it's going to amplify th- that aggression a lot more. And we're going to see, like, a fucking a hardcore, like, angry fucking black suited spider-man and then we're gonna get the whole he doesn't like it he doesn't like it and then try to get rid of it and then the eddie Brock comes in we're basically gonna have that whole thing come come again but it's not gonna be like mcu canon and that's how i feel like the third the 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 fourth i guess spider-man movie is gonna be because i think he signed up for three more movies and um so i think sorry I, i think that's how it's gonna be with uh the next movie is if this all is how I think it's gonna be, he, he's still gonna have like this face because he's by himself right now, he's alone, mm-hmm. literally, no one is there with him. And being alone kind of makes you put puts you in that dark place. And if you introduce a symbiote, it's gonna be some fucking uh, like hor- horrible, terrible shit that's gonna happen, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, first
0: of all. I kind of feel that because I'm here being single with a black Spider-Man suit thinking hmm, maybe I should go to the dark side of things. (laughs) But no. Uh, Second, Tom Holland uh, what got me concerned is that I heard that while I hope he does come back for Spider-Man, I'm hearing totally different opposites. Uh, where he's actually taking a break from filming. Like, I understand, like, you know, taking a few years off from filming, because it does take a few years in between to make these films. But all I'm saying is, uh, I'm talking, he's thinking about walking away
1: from being Spider-Man altogether. I was like, what the fuck? After that. No, I don't think so. I think, I think... Uh, he loves the role too much to get rid of it But I think he just needs a break I think after the whole Uncharted Uncharted thing And the rest of like the the press tour for Spider-Man He's probably going to be like Alright, uh, you guys start uh, your early development with Spider-Man 4 Just hit me up when we have to start like like doing the movie And pre-production and all that shit can take years So we don't know when the next Spider-Man is going to come out so probably during that, during that time, because I think Uncharted is the last movie that he's 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 gonna be in. And I think that's when he's gonna take his little break, maybe a year or two, and then he's gonna be like, all right, I'm good. Fucking let me bulk up real quick and uh, let's just uh, let's do another Spider-Man movie.
0: Yeah, because not only
1: uh, do you wanna take a break, but he's
0: saying that he wants to be a dad and he's also interested in being a teacher because he loves kids. So I was like, okay, that's, that's cool, that's fair. I'll let me out of that, but uh, um, what I was gonna say, uh, you remember that one scene with, okay, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna spoil the again, because I, I did say heavy spoilers, but I don't really like jump around like this a lot, I'm just to be, you know, very linear, like, for all this to make sense, but, bro, a lot of shit happened in this movie, so that's why you have to understand why we're jumping around a little bit, but my point is... Uh, that one scene with Yes, ladies I and mean, gentlemen, Toby and Andrew is in the movie. But just get that out of there. It's, they're in the movie, okay? So um Andrew's Spider-Man uh was having his art with Electro, and Electro was kind of upset that um Andrew Spider-Man wasn't black, and Mm-hmm. In the multiverse, they were saying like, oh, well, there might be a black Spider-Man eventually, and they're like, boom, right there, Miles Morales. So I can't believe it's, it's right there. there. Yeah, it's right there. So it's like, okay, Tom Holland, um, take his break. We have Miles Morales, maybe Spider Woman, maybe Spider Gwen, or some other alter version of Spider-Man. Because hell, there's multiple Spider-Man now, so we might as well introduce multiple Spider-Man from different universes. So it's nice. right there. The setup is right there. They,
1: they might set it up for the next movie because I mean, the way I see it it's like, already in development, by the way yeah, it's like I mean, you can make it to where me uh, and uh, you know, Peter doesn't have a fucking job right now, so maybe he just uh, has does a spare time at fucking Feast, and that's where he meets his black kid, and it's like, oh, what's your name it's like, oh, my name's Miles, and then you just fucking, you don't even you don't even hype it up. You just kind of, mention like, oh, just, just some other kid. And then once, uh, once the ball starts rolling and you're like, oh, okay. And then, 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 then this, uh, spider mess starts popping up and it's like, there's, there's so much potential. There's so, so many different things you can go now that, uh, Spider-Man is alone And no one knows who he is Like there's like So much potential For different stuff That can happen Especially when you Kind of fix uh, Everything else Where you send Tom, uh, Tom Hardy's uh, Venom back to his Universe Stuff like that And you just see The symbiote And it's like There's so much you, You're not like Restrained And be like Okay well Fucking everyone's here uh, What the fuck Do I do now um, it's Like There's so many Possibilities now <laughs> Dude, Speaking of which like, I just saw The article yesterday Like
0: did you see the article where they officially confirmed that Moz Morales has a Venom version now? Yeah, I, I saw your post about it. <laughs> yes, I was like, yes, I love it because, like, okay, first of all, I love Venom and I love Moz Morales, but I never heard of a Venomized Moz Morales before, and I was like,
1: yes, it's perfect. Yeah, and, and and now that you have this symbiote in the MCU officially now, um, you. You can bring up miles and then you can probably bring up another venom uh a miles morales venom in this universe oh, yeah
0: <laughs>
1: i like how you said
0: uh how the venom single could get to peter eventually where you know uh, trying with the Mexico to where it needs to go uh i think another theory could say is that just like in the venom um two movies where venom sometimes jump from body to body just to get back to bra and i'm thinking possibly depending on the host uh most people gonna get infected just to try to get to uh Peter Parker. because remember uh in the end of venom let there be carnage and he got into the MCU and his eyes was attracted to Spider Man, so it's like okay, I need to go see that guy. So basically, the symbiote that got detached is gonna go to, to New York and like even though it's gonna go from host to host, ultimately its goal well, is Peter, but yeah. it might infect some superpower people. So we get all the other different Venom variants out there. That's that'd my be, theory. That'd
1: be hilarious and amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just calling it right now. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that was also kind of piss people off. It's like, oh, I get all this stuff, but I still don't see fucking Black Suit Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he's uh, like, you
0: could, but it's more like, okay, uh, it's more like my theory is it's gonna be eventually jumped it, like it's gonna skip all the um, other scenes where, okay, that's how they became who they are, but it's almost like okay, uh, how did this black flood get to New York and then you'll find out later how it got there and it created all those
1: different venom variants That'd be interesting where yeah. like you, you, you don't show it in the Spider-Man movie but right. like maybe like um, uh, you make a whole movie focus on that and it just, just bounces between different people and then and then at the end of that movie it just, it just lands in New York or wherever pretty much or you can say like okay in um, different
0: versions of uh, like you know how they do in post credit scenes of MCU movies they can just keep doing this whole series of parts to where okay Every now and then, you want to see this black flood getting closer and closer to Spider-Man and eventually keep infecting all these different people. You don't really see the results of what happens when they get affected, but it just implies that as the movies keep rolling out, it's infecting different people, and you get a little glimpse at who it is, a little, like, Easter egg. But ultimately you'll find out later The um, results where they like You know oh, They're now showing up And trying to terrorize them,
1: You know like uh, Scream and uh, Carnage eventually You know That'd be, that'd be hilarious like If every end, end credit scene From now on Is just The symbiote just getting Closer and closer to New York It just shows like in the background, a fucking trail from like Mexico all the way to New York, and he's just him just adventuring over there. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Now, um, where were we with this? Okay, so with no way home, because again, we are derail with this old Venom shit, because, bro, he right. fucking love Venom, ladies Venom, I'm just telling you. But, um, okay, so they capture. Stop, uh, they, got, they captured him first, then Lizard, I believe, and eventually they were just trying to catch all of them, kind of like, uh, kind of like the Marvel Spider-Man game, They you're just trying to capture all the elements and trying to get them detained. So you know, send them back to their own universe. But the whole thing was Doctor Strange. They know that they just destiny was to die by respect to Spider-Man. But thanks to Aunt May, Tom Holland's Spider-Man was inspired to try to cure them. But Doctor Strange wanted to be like, nah, 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 fuck all that. So Spider-Man and Doctor Strange had the old altercation trying to take away the box and they got all trippy with the train and uh, the skyscrapers
1: and shit. <laughs> well, and uh, b- before we get to that part, um, that whole scene where... Um where um, Doctor Strange uh, uh, takes his like uh, uh, separates his spiritual form and his physical form. Oh uh, yeah, I, I like how they made the squigglies of his spider sense like they did in like in the comics and stuff. I thought that was so fucking neat. Like and, and when he's in like in the spiritual space, like you just see the little wiggly uh, little waves on top of his head. You know, symbolizing his spider sense I thought that was fucking cool And, um, th- the whole fight was Fucking trippy to see in, I- in IMAX Too, I-, I enjoyed that fight Obviously Um, when it's with Doctor Strange Like everything it's all trippy, inceptiony y yeah. Stuff like that And, uh I, th- I think, uh, I think my lady was like High during that scene, she was, like, whoa
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> And, um and I was like, I was like, I was like, this is amazing. This is really nice to see in, in, in IMAX. And then, um, obviously, the train bit and all that stuff. I, at first, I thought that was a train from Spider-Man Two, but I, I was uh, looking into it too much. <laughs> but, um, but I liked how he basically just used math to defeat the Dark Strange and uh, kind of left him there, <laughs> hanging on the Grand Canyon for like hours. <laughs> Yeah, twelve hours to be exact. Yeah,
0: but um, the funniest part to me was when Doctor Strange was trying to take the boss away from Spider-Man while Peter was in the astral um state,
1: but Spider-Man's body was still moving around. Like, how the fuck
0: are you still doing that?
1: Uh, Yeah, like how he just swims back to it. Like (laughs) he just like giggles. He just starts swimming back to it. (laughs) It was funny as hell.
0: Like, it, it just goes to show how broken of a character Spider-Man is. Like, you would think, okay, if this kid with spider powers, how bullshit can he be? I'm like, bruh, this kid, like, he can contend with Hulk. He can pretty much outsmart Doctor Strange. <laughs> and well, I, I, <laughs> I just I do
1: just wait till we get to Miles. Like, that guy's fucking OPA shit, too. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but, uh, where were we with on no the way home? So, they were all trying to... Tom Holland's Spider-Man plan was to cure all the villains, and the thing was I want to say half the villains on board, like, uh, as... Especially at some point when Octavius he ends up getting a new apparatus onto his uh, tentacles so that way he's no longer, you know, crazy because, you know, he had all the voices in his head and he was trying to help and all that shit, so uh, I'm gonna say Octavius, secret MVP of the movie, like, especially when he showed up at the final battle, we were thinking, oh shit he's gonna fuck things up, like, nope he's on Spider-Man's side
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, um like i said every every character was really strong except for i think for me the lizard even like sandman yeah. like even sandman has a moment where he's like hey spider-man like you know i'm here to help you and he's like you know he's he's still like the good guy and the only reason he switched sides is cuz he's tired of everyone's shit and he just wants to see his daughter that's the only reason right. that he that, that he he went on the the, the bad side and it's, it it just makes sense if you're a dad you're you're, you're in this universe that that you don't belong. You just want to get the hell out of here. You want to see your daughter. You don't give a shit about anyone else. Like, of course, that's how he. That's why he. You know, he said, "I'm not a bad person. I just have bad luck." He chose the the the, the wrong side because he's just impatient. He just wants to go home. I don't blame him. And people were like, "Oh well, Samson didn't do shit." Like, no, Samson did what he did as uh, in man three, and he also uh, did it because he's a fucking father, and he just wants to go home. That's all he wants to do and because all this shit went to hell like, you know, he just he just, he just doesn't like anyone, and he's just like, alright, fuck it I'm just gonna get the fuck out of here <laughs> honestly, Sandman has
0: and remains to be a neutral character because he was a neutral character in Spider-Man 3 and he was a neutral character in this one, because ultimately he only cared about getting to the dart, like he said mm-hmm. now, yeah, you, you were right, uh, Lizard by by far the dullest of them all. It was almost like he
1: was just there, just to you know. Kinda... And 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 even the part where he gets cured, that like uh, scene where you see like the, the actor I forgot his name, like Riz Riz something. Um, that yeah. is that is a scene cut from the, the Amazing Spider Man. That's not even a new scene. That that scene was cut from Spider um, the Amazing Spider Man One when he got cured again he just didn't say anything or he didn't say uh, uh, didn't speak any words but like Mm -hmm. that's like and then when he gets fucking when he disappears back to his own universe that was also a fucking scene that was from um, Amazing Spider-Man 1 so I don't know if they uh, couldn't bring him back or something like that so they just used uh, uh, clips they had from the other movies Uh, because I don't even think the voice actor is the same guy like I'm not entirely sure yeah. Uh hold on the check on arm um, real quick. But
0: essentially the lizard was a little there. Uh Sandman had a little of an art, but ultimately he's more like a neutral character. Then there's Electro to where he was really like he got the glow up in this one to where you know he's all oh, yeah. blue and amazing Spider-Man 2. But in this one, he got the upgrade and I like how when he does get the new suit. Like for a quick second, you see that classic uh, yeah. lightning um, mask all, over his face, but you know he got right. rid of that because you know it's gonna get a little tacky. But yeah,
1: that was a good touch. They did oh, yeah. Jamie Foxx justice on that one. Yeah, uh, like, like like I said, um, yeah, um, I liked his humor in this movie too. Like, uh, oh yeah, but um, no, his his costume was. Uh, I didn't mind it in Amazing Spider-Man too, uh, but it was. Just nice and clean on this one, like, I have the, the engineer look with the yellow lighting and stuff like that, like, it was, it was good, but, for me, the guy is fucking Green Goblin, because he is fucking scary in this movie,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my god, like, uh, especially the part where, like, uh, where, uh, Peter's, like, punching the shit out of him, and he just keeps smiling, like, oh my god, like, that was fucking, like, that's some psycho shit and like I, I feel like we needed more of that in like in the first Spider-Man movie and we got a lot more of that insanity that Green Goblin is known to be and, and that ruthlessness when he's just throwing bobs anywhere and fucking kills Aunt May and stuff like that it's just like this guy is a fucking villain and he is a scary one <laughs> yeah like because just like in
0: the first Spider-Man movie uh, Sam. Spider Man in my movie. He presented this psychological dilemma for Tom Holland's Spider Man, where just like with um, Tom Warriors Spider Man, he, he put um, Tom Holland in that same position where you have to choose Spider Man, and sometimes the choice you make isn't always the choice you want to make, but it's a choice that you need to make. <laughs> yeah. but uh, Yeah. Because, uh,. whole situation like um, it it got like you said on earlier it got Tom Hong Spider-Man so rattled that he was just filled with rage and the most beautiful part about all of it when you finally got that final battle with Green Goblin and he was like okay it was a little back and forth um Goblin was kind of winning but Tom Hong was kind of winning too and ultimately uh he was um, goddamn uh, starting striking back really hard and then next thing you know, he picks up the fucking glider and it was about to impale goblin <laughs> just like in Spider-Man Boy, like, oh shit! And then, uh, ironically, Toby me before, Spider-Man, stop that, like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't go down that road, bro. Because just <laughs> like in Spider-Man 3, he's like, you don't want to go down that road.
1: Yeah. But, um, I don't know what I was gonna say. Uh, I also forgot, like, how in Gobliners <laughs> like uh, I, I tend to forget about it in the, in the first round of the movie because it, it doesn't really show he his strength like like,
0: shit, uh, this, you know how you yeah. crash through all those buildings and say, like how are you surviving that
1: yeah and then um, it was funny because um, it's on record that uh, Willem Dafoe uh, asked uh, if he's going to be on this in this movie he wants to do his own stunts so he did his own stunts so. for this movie <laughs> yeah because
0: I mean a lot of people don't want to do those stunts but if I were in the movie I was like yeah I
1: need to do my own fucking stunts like I just yeah. and I also like the character design like the costume design as well um in the second half where he has like the purple hood and the fucking goggles and stuff oh. like that and like the like the tactical fucking equipment all over his fucking uh, uh, his his belt and stuff like that. Like it was fucking it, 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 it was clean. I, I, I love that
0: look. You just remind me of that little homage from Spider-Man Two, to where uh, Green Goblin he got away from the first fight, but he was trying to uh, you know wrestle with his uh, mentality. So he was pretty much took off his original helmet and smashed it and left it behind. Kind of like Spider-Man 2 where yeah. uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man uh, uh, walked away from his suit. And yeah. that little piece of, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that, was that little piece of uh, the helmet just uh, laying there like, oh, well, is, he, is, is it over? Like, uh, he's going to be a good person like, no, 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 no. Like, later on in the movie, when you find out that, okay, all the villain's gonna get cured and whatnot, and then he pulled a 180 on us, and I was like, there's nothing wrong with us, we don't need to be fixed, and it was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, <laughs> and
1: the look on his fucking face, just menacing. Oh, especially, like, the part where um, uh, the final fight, uh. Spider-Man tells him like, "No, I want to leave you to myself so I can kill you." <laughs> He's all like, adam boy," <laughs> like, like, "I'm like, oh my god, like, no, fucking, uh, Willem Dafoe fucking carried this shit and it was fucking awesome." And, and and I'm glad because he was like the, he was like the OG fucking Green Goblin, and it's been like fucking almost tw- almost twenty years uh, ago, and he still like gave him enough of a shit to to flesh out the Green Goblin character even more like I appreciate that <laughs> see
0: that just goes to show that William Dafoe as Green Goblin he kinda that's his that's his role now as far as live acting that's his now because just like they um Robert Downey doing with uh, Iron Man uh Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool and a whole bunch of other characters it's almost like once you pretty much do that good of a job as that role, that role is yours now, it's like, we just can't, like, imagine any other person um, better suited for this role, like, for Batman, I'm still kind of wrestling with who's best for Batman right now, but Pattinson, uh, Robert Pattinson, like, right now, he's my current favorite because, oh, the way he's, oh, but, you know, off topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah wonderful he was amazing in this film amazing and i do appreciate that he put in that much energy into his role as green goblin and uh what else did we um uh, want to cover uh oh yeah there was a lot of references being
1: made you know the power sun in call my hand uh the, of something oh. of a scientist myself part was so hilarious. Yes! <laughs> I'm so, I'm myself, like, I was so... I was myself. dude, the whole audience was like,
2: yes!
0: <laughs> and then, um, when the three Spider-Man um, finally met, they made that one reference where, uh, hold on. Y'all, y'all got web shooting? What the fuck? And then I was like, wait, you don't have the the web? like, whoa, what the fuck? And then Andrew Garfield was geeking out, like, that's the most coolest shit I've ever seen. I was like, what the fuck is
1: going on? I have, they had so many questions, I was like, how does oh. that work? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, 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 well, right before we get to that, uh, we just gotta talk about the fucking, uh, Aunt May scene real quick. Uh, uh, uh first, first of all, the, the, fight between, uh, Green Goblin and, and, um, Spider-Man was fucking crazy. like, like, like. Norman, Mr. Osborne, Green Goblin did. he just, he was, he was fucking destroying Spider-Man, I think he said he broke his ribs too, or something like that and it's just like, he was beating the fuck out of him, he was scary, he, he, he seemed like that, like, um, uh, that, that one uh, boss that keeps falling around in video games, and, and, and just breaks through fucking, uh, walls and shit and just beats the shit out of you, like, that's the vibes yeah. I got from this Green Goblin, he was scary, and again, getting punched and him smiling and laughing like, oh my god, I was like, it was so good but like, when fucking Ame comes in and she, uh I saw it twice, it didn't look like she got stabbed, uh, it looked like, uh, just all the the rubble and the explosion and the and, and, um the the, uh, the the shock wave of the explosion, I think, uh, also did some damage to her because I think she had like brain damage or something because she kept saying, you know, I just need to catch my breath, I just need to catch my breath. Like it was just kind of like recycling the same stuff over and over again. Uh, but goddamn, that that one that one was uh, was sad because like you, you don't care about the Uncle Ben stuff uh, at all with 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 Tom Holland. He doesn't have his parents. Uh, and his uh his his mother figure basically dies in front of him by some psychopath and we, you know we get we, we get the, we get this iconic line with great power their muscles to come great responsibility like it's not the same word for word but you know she makes it her own but it's still it's still you know sends sends the message and when she's when she's like stops like when you see when you literally see the life code like F- fade out of her eyes and she's just kinda dead there and Tom is like crying, he's like, Oh, why are you looking at me like that? Please look at me and stuff like that. Like, oh God, that shit hurt. <laughs> yeah. Like, and t-
0: honestly Yeah. Not gonna lie, I kinda expected death to come and the fact that it was uh, May I was like, Yeah. It was still sad, like not gonna lie, it was a very emotional scene, but I was like, Yeah, I kinda thought Oh way. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um I, I knew it was. I knew his death was coming because uh, I think Tom Holland said that there was like this movie was gonna be really really sad, and I think the second trailer where you just see uh, Tom Holland in the rain, like with his eyes like super red, you could just tell some someone just died <laughs> in that scene, and of course it's on May, and just seeing Happy's reaction too was also gut wrenching too. Yeah,
0: right. it, was it was like him. he was just really. I'll fall into
1: darkness on that one because of Green Goblin yeah and and uh, oh shit I forgot, I forgot one thing okay so uh, I'm going to rewind back for like 20 seconds um, the whole part where um, uh, in the beginning of the movie when Jameson is saying that uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man he's swinging back home uh, and then you, you cut to Happy and uh, Aunt May talking and they just broke up they did just finish banging because fucking Ame's hair is all fucked up. So like when when Peter Parker's identity was revealed, were they in the middle of a fucking sex sesh? Because like like it, it looked like it, it, she looked like she was like fucking fl- uh, fluttered and fucking her hair was all fucked up. And I, I guess that's when she broke up with him. Like like it just like I just remember seeing it in the movie theater. I'm like, did they just fucking bang? And now she's breaking up with him. <laughs> like 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 it was just in my head the entire time, and then I just remembered it again with the happy scene. But anyway, that was. Uh, that was a long time ago But uh, I, I'm, I'm, a firm <laughs> I'm a firm believer That they were fucking while uh, Spider-Man's identity was revealed uh, Which is hilarious And um, But no yeah uh, Going going back and then The whole Reign team, Jameson talking about How um, um, Everywhere Spider-Man goes Violence and twos and stuff like that Which I mean he's not wrong But you know It still paints him out to be an asshole and uh, and a bad guy but uh, yeah. uh, now we're in the Spider-Man scenes (laughs) yeah and it's funny when you say that uh, with
0: great power with with great power comes great responsibility and Tom McGuire's Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man had to show up uh, with MJ and Ned to tell um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man that uh, they understand how they're how he's feeling, but, uh, he shouldn't, you know, give in to those dark thoughts that he's thinking, and he should still try to cure the villain, because, you know, he gave, um, both other spider man gave Tom Holland Spider-Man the same feel about great power, um, great responsibility, and it comes from his, um, their Uncle Ben, um, both of them. uh, so there was like, still like I said uh, there was a whole bunch of references being made uh, especially with uh, Gwen Stacy um, dying uh, in Amazing Spider-Man 2 and can I just say that I liked how in that one scene with MJ falling off the um, Raptors, and I was gonna be like
3: Who can say where the road goes, where the
0: day goes only time and then, it's like, okay, Tom Holland's gonna try to grab her, but, uh, Green Goblin just whisked him away, and I was like, oh, shit, what's gonna happen? And then, that was, on uh, Andy Garfield, time for re- redemption, to try to save her, I was like, yes, yes.
1: Oh, uh, I, I will say, um, that scene was fucking perfect and the way he started tearing up because was all like dude i fucking I, I did it this time like like i say, I, I saved the girl but it's like everything with andrew garfield in this movie is fucking awesome um i liked how he was just shitting on himself he's like oh I'm spider three you know fucking <laughs> and um he's just shitting on himself and stuff like that but it's like uh when the when he was talking about Gwen Stacy, like you know, I lost I lost Gwen. Uh, Gwen, she was my MJ. That shit hurt me a lot more than than it should have.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh, I was gonna say uh, I like how that. Joke with Peter 3, like Peter 1, 2, and 3. It's not the same as the bowling as uh, the most popular Spider Man. Like, okay, they pretty much did in the same order as who's the most popular from the least popular. And they're like, oh, well, you know, um, turns out Andy Garfield's Spider Man was the least popular. So he's here uh, number three. So
1: it's like, oh, uh, and we just talked about. I was like, "Oh, you guys gotta get all the cool villains. I get the lame one. I get some guy in a rhino suit and stuff." Like that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just, I just love it because um, uh, Spiderman uh, was really important to Andrew Garfield, and Andrew Garfield was such a big Tobey Maguire fanboy, and you can just tell in this movie. He just starts geeking out like so much, and he's like, he's like, man, I never had brothers before, and he's just like, I love you guys, like he, he, he's like, hey, the, he's bro, like the guy. What the hell? No, uh, I was like, I was, I was all in. I was like, fucking, they're like, yeah, 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 and then they all like fucking hug each other in the end. I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is, I never, never in a million years would I thought I'd see Andrew Garfield, Toby, and fucking and the Holland, all fucking hug each other. Like that shit was fucking amazing. <laughs> It was awesome. Like honestly, like was
0: it? Now I will say this: uh, with the whole final battle, like eventually all the villains did get cured and they got sent home, so nobody had to die. Uh, but uh, before I even get to that part, there's just one um, tiny detail, another reference how uh, they made it known in Spider-Man Two how when Toby Maguire's Spider-Man was, you know what? I'm just going to shorten it to to the actor's name because it's getting a little confusing now. (laughs) So, McGuire, he had that back injury in Spider Man 2, and then uh, Andrew Garfield pretty much popped his back, kind of like a callback to that joke. But, uh, you know what the most gut wrenching part about this whole movie is, aside from Aunt May? The fact that, yeah, uh, everybody pretty much forgot who spider-man was but
2: <sighs>
0: spider-man lost mj ned but uh it, it was like he could have just uh gave them the notes, like okay uh let me jog your memory real quick but you're like you don't know uh, i'd rather them not get involved with the spider-man shit so i'm just gonna let them live their lives so like essentially he had to like <sighs> let go of his friends
1: his girlfriend and they don't have any idea who he is you know what I would have done? I would have done, okay, I want everyone to forget who Spider-Man's, uh, um, uh, secret identity is, and I also want to forget all the memories I've made with all these people, just to make it hurt a little less.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that way, if if y'all forgot, I forgot too, and fucking, I don't feel as sad anymore. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that whole part was sad, like, uh you know like it's like the only way and all the fucking um all the villains were were like uh, leaking through i think i saw uh the scorpion i saw a rhino black cat i think raven the hunter uh, there were just a bunch of silhouettes in the in the sky and stuff like that i like kind how of Toby is like are there people in the sky or am i dying <laughs> <laughs> And, and and that was, was another wondering. thing. That was another thing. Uh, Toby's acting in this one was way better than all three fucking Spider-Man movies. Like I don't know if that's I don't know if that's just uh, better writing or like better like direction. Like oh, this is how you should say it or whatever, or just that he got um, uh, older and you know matured when it came to acting because um, he hasn't had a role in any movie since I think 2017, 18. I read a documentary that he uh, started drinking again after Spider-Man Three. Um, he had a gambling problem. Uh, he fucking divorced his wife. Like, uh, like, there's a whole like um, biography of him, and it, it, it's kind of it's kind of sad. Like his big break was uh, was Spider-Man, but it was also a curse you because um, the whole world was uh, like basically spotlighting him. And uh, he he he's more of a chill guy. Doesn't wear anything fancy. He just wants to be like you know alone and stuff like that. But having the whole Spider-Man thing was like a gift and a curse because you know he made a bunch of money, but the whole world was kind of looking at him and stuff like that. So it just spiraled down. But I'm still glad to hear that he still came back to do this role, you know, I, even if it's for like one more time. Because I mean what was the ending what the ending told us like you know you don't know if these guys might come back again or something like that you know like they might come and help them if uh something bad happens again but it was just really 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 tragic to hear about all the top of stuff it was really cool that uh, he still came back and uh just ba- he just seeing him back in that costume off so good
2: <laughs>
0: now i will say another thing that i want to talk about was how now that spider-man no way home is out uh i think with tom holland like in in a way it's the same thing where he's gonna step away from being spider-man for a little while but it's probably gonna the same thing happen to him and 25, uh, as far as I can remember. So it's like, yeah, you gotta be doing other things, but it's almost like every time we see you, you kind of associate with you with uh, Spider Man, kind of similar to what happened on Daniel Rack, but like, no matter how many other movies he's been in, it's like, it's honor. Honor. yeah.
1: <laughs> and some people love that and some people hate that. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, okay. if I was known for one role, like yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that yeah, like made, if I, that role made me millions, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh it really depends on
0: the role, like if it's like the the one role that I always wanted to um do and I gotta finally do it like say for instance this a lot of people keep saying that I should be static shock and I was like, Well, I'm old now, so it's gonna have to be like either an older version or I'm gonna have to like wear at least a little bit of makeup, whatever, to look young enough to pass as daddy. Because I know some people say I could look young enough to pass off at like, like twenty one, but even then I'm just like, yeah, I'm old bro, like uh how's this gonna work? And on top of that the voice alone, like, how is this gonna work with me be static, yeah, but but I like the role. So I'm just like, they make it work somehow. Then I'm gonna be like, if people start calling me Static Shop, uh, call me Static every time I um, go into a Walmart or whatever. I'm like, well, oh, I do like the character, so I can't be mad. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then the character made you millions, so again, yeah. you shouldn't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But
0: uh, oh um, man, I, I I just hope there's a whole lot of potential going on as far as future. Spider-Man movie because yeah there's going to be a fourth one's already in development but I'm kind of wondering where do they go from here because uh, I saw in one article that uh, pretty much No Way Home like kind of wraps up Spider-Man's high school uh, life so we're now talking uh, he got his GED I know it's a book in his um, in his boxes so it's like okay he dropped out of Midtown to kind of further distance himself away from um, MJ and Ned and uh, he's going to get a job somewhere and try to be Spider-Man that way like be Spider-Man full well not full time per se but you know at least he's no longer as young as he used to be and uh, after what happened losing his Aunt May his uh, mentor Tony Stark, and now his girlfriend and best friend He's at a point where he's probably gonna be like very. Yeah, he's just essentially to say he's just not
1: a kid anymore at this point. He's just. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think what's gonna happen is uh, he's gonna take a break. Uh, there's still like a bunch of different other movies that we have to uh, get through in the MCU, and maybe like three years down the line, maybe uh, or I. I, I the, the, this movie is perfect for me. It's, it's fine. I love it. Um, I can have another three, four years without another a Spider-Man movie. Um, and I think it'll probably focus more on his adult life and how he's um, surviving in fucking like, New York, fighting crime and stuff like that. And then hopefully we'll probably see like the, 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 the Venom stuff come in with that. But um, like, like I said, um, you can make him, you can make him older. You can make him, you can probably make him uh, he's 16 in civil War uh, you can probably make him like a 20 like a 23 24 year old you know, or something like that and um, maybe you'll eventually introduce a miles morales and feast and stuff like that and you can just take it anywhere else like you, you you closed his high school chapter and now you have his whole adult life which you can do anything you can you can you could do the spider-verse thing again with Madame Webb and all that shit like you can you can do anything now. Now that the multiverse is officially real, um, I just, I just, uh, I just want them to take their time. Don't rush it. Don't like be like Assassin's Creed, just rolling out a fucking movie every year or whatever. You know, <laughs> just, uh, just uh, take your time. Get, get, get the script. Get the the screenplay. Get all the writing. Just like you know, perfect. Like you did with this one. Make it different. Uh, like this one. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, do whatever the fuck you want, I don't care. I'm, I'm satisfied with this movie. I love seeing all, all the spider man I love seeing all their fucking, um, all of them happy moments. Like, you know, Tobey and Doc Ock, you know. It's like, oh, you've grown, and stuff like that. It's like, um, good to see you again. Like, that, that warmed my heart up. Because, like, they kind of left on, um, eh, weird terms. You know, he still ended up being a good guy, but, like, seeing previous as an actual good guy helping him be like hey you know i'm glad you're getting your shit together and stuff like that like that was that was nice and then uh, obviously the andrew garfield redemption with uh with mj uh and um just all the breaking between the three was just fucking awesome like it's like it's like it's like fan service but not really fan service because that's something they would actually say to each other like so um uh, what bad guys have you fought? What's the craziest guy you guys fought? Like you know, like if it was me talking to talking to my other Spider-Man brother, and I would have been like, yeah. Um, how many suits do you have? Because I have like ten of them. Uh, and then like the probably be like, oh, I only have like one. It's like, oh, that's funny, you know. And, and then like you know, uh, it's it's believable. It's not it's not forced. Like I I loved all that shit. And, uh, and the the part where they all like finally. Um, get their shit together and they work as a team and they all uh, they all jump off and they all start like cheering and going like woo and stuff like that that was so hype and then when they're all swinging with each other and how yeah. uh, uh, there's like a bit where like I think Tom like fucking uh, uh, webs them and like yoinks them up and stuff like that it was so fucking cool and uh the, the fucking uh, the money shot where they're all fucking on top of the Statue of Liberty oh god so good yeah <laughs> that was the nice. money shot <laughs> Uh, was
0: there something else that I was missing from this movie? Um, because I think it about a lot, but then again, I feel like it's a lot more that we probably did um, this year. No? I guess so. I guess that's alright. Um, but. There is one thing in particular. Uh, the Doctor Strange 2 trailer that came right after the movie. Uh, I'm kind of hyped for that one, considering uh, not only do you see a little bit of Doctor Strange, a little bit of Wanda and American Chavez, and you see all the multiverse breaking open and all that shit. Uh, eventually, Mordo um, becomes a bad guy that kind of, like, if you read the comics, you know that Mordo eventually becomes. Uh, dr strange enemy eventually so
1: that's not surprising to me yeah it was like like, it's like wow you finally showed up it only took you like fucking 10 movies (laughs) (laughs) but the bigger villain at least i think he
0: is in this one and i was like really surprised especially after watching like episode four i think of uh, marvel's what if I was surprised to see that the Dark Sorcerer Supreme was showing up with a long beard and shit, I was like, oh, no. And, uh, there was rumors, well, not really rumors, but one, like there were reshoots saying that, oh, there gonna be more cameos and more character introductions, so uh, that kind of uh, opened the door to what if we introduced to, you know, like the Fantastic Four, the, uh, the
1: X-Men, and all the other characters, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to wait till the trailer drops. I think it might drop tomorrow or Tuesday or something like that uh, for everyone. But um, I need to like rewatch it because uh, I didn't really hear much of the much of the dialogue because uh, everyone's cheering <laughs> when I saw uh, Wanda and America Chavez and all those people. Uh, so I'm gonna have to rewatch that, but uh, it, it, it's directed by Sam Raimi. Uh, he's he's the horror guy, so I'm all about it.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely uh, excited about that, too. And uh, I think, is there anything else for all uh, the
1: movie? Because I think I covered just about uh, everything I wanted to cover. My dumbass, uh didn't understand <laughs> my, un- my dumbass didn't understand the fucking, uh, the Palpatine shot <laughs> in, in, uh, when he gets in his apartment uh, he puts the little Lego Palpatine, and he just kind of stays there for, like, a couple seconds, and I was like, what are they trying to reference? And then, and then I saw, like, uh, someone, uh, make a, a post saying, like, um, it was to it was to remember Ned and how it, it how Palpatine had a bigger impact in this movie than he didn't fucking rise of Skywalker. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh yeah, fucking I'm an idiot because um, uh, in in Homecoming, um, Ned is all like uh, he, he's playing with the Lego um, Palpatine. He's like, oh, you want to help me build the Death Star or something like that and I was like, oh, it's, it's to remember Ned and I was like, oh, that makes me sad now <laughs> I was like, you just, you just lost your girlfriend and your best friend, I was like, fuck um well, yeah, this this is where uh, I go full circle and I talk about uh, what I think is going to happen in the next movie as well um or, or eventually down the line, I think um especially with the, with the whole, um I, I'd even call it foreshadow where um, Ned asks Toby hey, uh, the, the, do you guys have a best friend in your universe? It's like yeah, you died in my arms before you tried to kill me and then you just you hear Andrew like yeah in the background <laughs> and then he just gets all weirded out and I, I, I think that's gonna happen because uh, there's been a lot of theories that um, Ned turns into fucking uh, Hobgoblin and he's, oh, been, no. and he's been, and he's been losing a lot of weight, and I think it's in preparation for for that role. Like he already lost 102 pounds. Like, and and uh, and obviously, if you're in the in the Marvel MCU diet, uh, anyone be- can become fucking a hulking fucking unit. You know, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like they did that. Oh, with fucking you know what? Uh,
0: what was that? No. I'm sorry, but I was going to say that I'm kind of hoping that if they're going to keep passing the mantle of these uh, famous characters, like how they're going to give Jane Fox to the mantle of Thor, you might as well give the mantle of Hulk to Amadeus Show because not only is he eventually going to be a hope, but also uh, he's eventually, you know, he's got one of the smarter people in the MCU. Like, he kind of rivals, you know, people like, uh, what's his face, uh, Black Panther's sister, uh, Shuri. Uh, yeah, but uh, essentially, I'm feeling that I'm like, I am all bored for the rest of the, uh, baseball because a lot of the shit that they've been introducing has been showing me that they are setting up for something very ambitious, but uh, I. Honestly, not gonna watch you, Joe. I'm running out of time here. I gotta conduct some business here, so we're gonna have to cut the episode short here. But, uh, maybe if we have more people that want to talk about it, then, uh, we can come back for part two on this review. But, or, uh, uh... Or we
1: can do, like, a, uh... Or we can do, like, a Like, uh, Marvel speculation podcast, where it's just nothing but what we think might, uh, the, the MCU might take us, you know? My we can do something like that as well right uh
0: we, <laughs> usually uh may is either for star wars or marvel so we'll just say that within like marvel speculation i'll have to put that in the notes uh
1: and i think i well, think multiverse will be out by that i think so yeah yeah, yeah no, no, it's fine but, uh, i have to get everybody <laughs> for work anyway so <laughs> it's, 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 it all it all works out actually <laughs> yeah absolutely um, yo, I do
0: thank you for being on the show. Uh, by the way, I'm just going to do some promos here. Uh, shout out to uh, Kawaii Sam. Uh, she is making an Etsy store with her uh, artwork, and she has a Instagram on um, Kawaii Sam Crafts. Uh, We got Professor Tuck who wanted to be on the podcast but didn't make it. We got uh, Trippy Vic, uh, Reinventing Wednesday, uh, my boy Vani, Sabrina, uh, Martha Kaiju, uh, Moontop, my bro uh, OG Sunny. Uh, We got uh, RJ Han, we got Talos Gundam, we got Jen the Realm Breaker, a whole bunch of other people that were trying to make things happen together. So... Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, stay nerdy, my friends. We are zoning out. Have a good day. <laughs> ho ho ho, what's good everybody? It's sick with the stream and Kiss the Season too. It's a continuation of the Spider-Man No Way Home review, and with me today we got two guests. First of all, we have the living me herself um, making a return. It's Human C137. How are you doing today?
2: I'm alive.
3: Um, tis the season to be back, obviously, and tis the season <laughs> to get into all the things that are excellent in our lives, including this.
0: Yes, indeed, because No Way Home was definitely a movie worth waiting for. And also, introducing to the podcast, we have Bonnie and Tim. How are you doing today?
4: Oh, we're both good. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having the both of us. I'm devastated. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why, especially with that ending or that ending.
0: But yo, without further ado? Now, <laughs> starting with human, what was your yeah. impression of this movie? Oh my god, the ocean of emotion was real with this one, boy, if I can tell you that much
2: <laughs> And they hit the nail on the head with every single little detail like, no, really.
0: Over a lot of the references, not just from Homecoming and Far from Home, but also from the Sam Ryan and Spider-Man movies and the amazing Spider-Man movies, how uh, they all connected together into one um, finale to where it kind of wraps up all those different storylines. And I did really appreciate that. They consider No Way Home to be the end game of the Spider-Man uh, cinematic. Definitely agree with that. It's um, <laughs> a great way to explain Yes. And
4: okay. Bonnie, Tim, how do y'all feel about it? the movie? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so, my first impression of the movie, I definitely have to say, was the biggest thing that stood out was the fact that, you know, I grew up on the original Spider Man, so when I saw Tony on the screen, I was just like, I, low-key, was fangirling. <laughs> yeah. We were, like, in theaters, so I wasn't trying to be too much of a fangirl. But, you know, I was very happy that he was back, you know, as the original, you know, Spider-Man and just seeing, like, all these different spider Man that, you know, we've made different movies for. And then, you know, to just bring a new movie to where we could have, like, multiverse people all three of them just on screen you know, at the same time. I thought that was extremely clever. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Kind of nostalgic because you know it wasn't just Spider Man; it was also Doctor Octopus, the old Goblin, you know all the old characters that you know I was that I grew up looking at. So I thought it
2: was fantastic. I definitely give it like a ten out of ten. Awesome. What about you? Doing? Uh,
3: there's been a lot of that comes to mind, but um, I've got three words: Man without fear. Oh
2: That's a great yes.
3: Description. <laughs> because my
0: dude Charlie Cos like. See, the funny thing was that one shot that we thought he was going to be in. Okay, he wasn't in that shot, so okay, our uh, expectation was dashed there. But you fast forward to a few more scenes, and there he is at the table, like yo. So
3: I heard y'all need a lawyer, so I'm here. The crazy that in the same. That they've been denying it for the longest time. They couldn't keep that secret on the raps. But in the same week that he pops up, you know who pops up in Hawkeye. Yep. Yep. Joe and I talked about
0: that too. Um fucking so, episode five, And yo, my girl Yelena in episode five. Yo, I need to check that one out. She is she still got it. She's funny as hell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard so
0: many good things about Hawkeye, and it's it's definitely a twist on events. So I'm totally in yeah. yeah I, I'm definitely anticipating the, uh, how they're gonna tie up episode six of Hawkeye because you know now that we got Kingpin, Yelena, Echo, and they know they pretty much know who Ronan is, and how's this all gonna tie together? How uh, it's gonna affect the rest of the mcu because you know kate bishop does have a canonical relationship with america chavez from the comics and you know america chavez is gonna be in dr strange too speaking of which did y'all stick around to that trailer yes we did <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. we weren't going anywhere it's right we going no, no 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 see here's the funny <laughs> thing was you were buzzing shit out of me i was in at that theater post credit scenes, I was waiting for all the post credits, and people were leaving I was like, where the fuck y'all going, did
3: y'all forget this, a Marvel movie, okay, right <laughs> like, I, like I told myself yesterday, until you see the black screen with the words, such and such will return, don't get up <laughs> yeah.
0: But by the way, the post credit <laughs> with the secret sixth member of the Simpsons Six Did you see that? I see I got some. Yeah. It was Venom. Oh, like, I like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. that was, Yeah. Because remember, he got pulled...
4: Yeah, that's... Like, that in, the
0: comments, but, uh, in the comics... But in the comics, he was originally, like, one of the Sims to Six, you know, like, he was... You know how they do, uh, they kind of interchange that um, roster, but essentially, he was supposed to be with spider-man but he got pulled back into his own universe but left behind a little bit of the symbiote so that way it can go all the way to new york to find spider-man um
4: that's what it was okay because i was so confused when i saw that i was like wait where did he go <laughs> I'm not about that.
0: see my theory is it's gonna lead to secret wars because that's how originally peter parker got the black suit but that will also lead to uh, Eddie Brock becoming Venom and maybe, just like how I told Joe, on the way to the symbiote, how he's on the way to New York City, he's going to keep infecting different people until they're making different variants of the Venom, including those with powers like um, Scream from uh, Venom 2. So I'm thinking, yo, uh, we're going to have a Venomverse within the MCU um, eventually, but how that's going to play out, we don't know just yet.
2: We'll see... If I may, for just two seconds of your time, my concept of how they're interacting with the, the new studio that has been left behind. I think that it's gonna be the next Spider-Man where this that our tools is going to experience exactly what Spider-Man 3 are original.
0: Much as I would love to see that. Here's the thing. Yeah. In recent developments, Tom Holland is trying to walk away from being Spider-Man. Oh, I yeah. see. <laughs> but hold on. Let me finish. There was that scene. You remember when Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, and Electro. They had that whole arc where uh, Electro wished um, Andrew Garfield was black. And he was like, oh, well, I'm he mentioned just going to be a black Spider-Man, man, right? Hold on. You remember was was Miles Morales, Okay. Now, again, that's going to be, that's probably going to be a thing, but my theory is, considering that and a recent development where it is officially confirmed that Mars Morales is going to be venomized. Oh, that makes sense.
4: Actually, now
0: that
4: you're pointing that little tidbit out. Ooh. Yeah.
0: So...
3: And you're gonna fucking get to, to make him better life. Oh, and would be Yeah. I think we're missing the obvious uh, um, top priority for Venom, for the symbiote to get. And uh, that's uh, Flash Thompson. Well, I
0: would say Flash Thompson, but you've seen that Flash Thompson and No Way Home. Like, I'm not convinced, but he's he gonna have to convince me. Like, go into the um, military and, you know, get that experience. Like, I need to see an older Eddie Brock first. Um, because otherwise, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, Flash Thompson, um, because otherwise, that fucking dude, um, on here, like, I'm not convinced, because, especially talking about, oh, uh, I was best for with man I
3: was like, that's supposed to be Agent Venom? I'm not convinced yet. But remember, he, remember how they hurt his feelings? That last scene that he was in, if I, if I remember correctly, they hurt his feelings, and he was just like, oh, he ran away all upset, that might be the fuel,
0: to, to he needs to get to, to be that. Okay, I can hear. So, essentially, he's probably going to dedicate his life to, you know, trying to be a hero, just like his hero Spider-Man, but eventually um, one thing leads to another.
4: He eventually becomes a Venom. Uh, I have a question. Okay, I see that. Go I ahead. I question, though. So, um, you know, just reiterating your theory and what you were just saying, how would that be possible if at the end of the movie Doctor Strange cast a spell to where everybody on planet Earth forgot who Spider-Man was, meaning Peter Parker? How is he going to know? Is he just gonna be like he's just that's the fuel is the Spider-Man is like he wants to be Spider-Man or wasn't it wasn't Arsenal? Like wasn't it Peter Parker a something? I don't know. I just, I just, I just... You know, you're making a good point. That's a pretty good argument. Yeah. Now I'm kind of questioning it.
0: But, you know how it is, even Kevin Feige said that no one's really gone, or, you know, there's always opportunity for people to come back in some shape or form. Like, you know how they say that with MJ and Ned, they don't remember who Spider-Man was, but, if you remember shit, like, keep in mind, this was a comic book arc where there was a point where nobody knew who Spider-Man was, and somehow, someway, people like Mary Jane and the others started to remember him in some point, similar to how uh Wanda with whole House of Misery type art where yeah her kids are technically not there but in a sense uh, Mephisto fucking around with um timelines and you know they can always come back so who knows like their memory of them could come back if they were able to
4: bring the wire back I'm pretty sure they could- fucking monkey wrench in there. Be
0: like, okay, well, this is what happened now. <laughs> this is, this is yeah. why he remembers I mean, he remembers. <laughs> I mean, think about it This why I say uh, there's always opportunity for people to come back. Uh, any of y'all see Eternals? Not yet. Oh, my God. I really want to No. Ah, uh, man. Okay, there was something that happened in that I wanted to say, but if y'all didn't see how that once bought the boy. Yes. Please. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. The point is, in some shape and form, people do can't come back if they are desired. You know what I mean? Like right. How we all wanted uh Tom, McGuire and Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man to show up, and here they are. And same thing with Charlie Cox and uh, fucking Venom. Venom is so But uh, speaking of villains, can we talk about the man that stole the show? Green Goblin himself. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man! His performance, Willem Dafoe's performance, it was like it aged like fine wine. Like he, twenty years in the making, he just brought that shit back beautifully, literally, and did not miss
2: fucking green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. The they were so spot on with the original character, and they into this, like, really fucked up compilation of, like, existence. I don't
0: think so. Yeah, like, he but, definitely uh, killed a parallel job. job. Yeah. You want to take time for me? No,
4: I was just saying he definitely did that. Like, seeing how people said, he definitely that better with his acting. It's like, he just picked back up on a character that he left off 20 years ago and just, literally just made it seem like ain't no time go by <laughs> that, that's why i now, got you know because i'm like i see all these you know old villains i see the old spider-man it's like you know i'm reminiscing back on like the old you know first three spider-mans and i'm just like wow this is fantastic. <laughs> now i like how you said that because here's the thing here's the parallels
0: between tom holland spider-man and Tobey wire's spider-man versus Goblin. You notice how in the very first Spider-Man, how Green Goblin was the main villain that put Spider-Man in psychological distress, where he really had to make a choice between his actions between save those people, or save his girlfriend, right? And he made uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man make that same choice by killing off Aunt May and all this shit that he done, because in the end, He made Tom Holland Spider Man realize that the choices that he makes have consequences. And also, the actions you take after everything is said and done will define your character. He made Tom Holland Spider Man grow up as a fucking man the moment Green Goblin killed off Anime. I love to see the character. I just thought
3: of something else. What's up? You remember that point? Where Ned was like, "I hope I don't become an evil villain and try to kill you." Remember, oh no, hobgoblin may be coming. Oh. Joe said the
2: same thing. Hi,
0: Joe said the same thing in part one, where he might turn to a hobgoblin or some kind of villain. So I was like, I kind of believe it now. Yes.
4: Wait, but I'm so confused because it was like. <gasps> Didn't he also use Doctor Strange's ring and he was able to create portals So it's like Well, hold on, that's a nod towards Remember,
0: in Spider-Man 3, Harry Osborne became New Goblin and fought Spider-Man. So that might be a parallel to where what if Ned eventually become Hobgoblin? A you know, Hobgoblin was normal as the uh, fake you know, like the wannabe Green Goblin. So right. Ned, even though his motives might be continuous. Different. It just ironically, he becomes Hobgoblin, and that parallel from Spider-Man Three will be shown, to where now Spider-Man is up against Hobgoblin, who
3: was his best friend Ned. Oh yeah, they sprinkle a lot of things in there, and if you really didn't pick up on it, you, you will. An episode you talk to someone that's kind of like deep into the comics. Yeah
0: this is helpful thank you yeah oh you yeah thank you. now mj can i just say i just love cindy's um uh, portrayal of mj all the way from homecoming to no way home like she's been really supportive of peter parker the entire time like she was pretty much a ride or die up until spider-man made that ultimate sacrifice
4: that she forgets who he is or that she stays safe. Right. Yeah, she's definitely. A shit. That girl's definitely a down bitch, okay? <laughs> she was
0: down. <laughs> <happy>. <laughs> and it kind of shows in their real life relationship between Tom Holland and Dave. Like, yeah, like, I can't believe. I'm, like, I'm really endorsing that relationship.
4: I'm like, good for y'all. For sure. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy that we got to see it on screen like you know over the last uh two movies before you know all no the way home it's like you can tell since they've been together for so long already it's like their acting also gets better and it's like more raw when you see like the emotion between Zendaya and Tom it's just great yes uh can you believe
0: that they some of the fans went as far as yo they need to be a scene." I was like why
3: why is that year? <laughs> they're still kids. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're still portraying yeah,
0: kids, bitch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're adults you now in real life, but come on, man. Like, I, I, a, it, I, how does that help the plot? That's all I'm asking. It, it, I mean, they had, a CD, they had a steamy makeup scene at the end. So that's good enough for me. Yeah, cool. that's like right. that's it. That's, that's all we need
2: right there. Honestly. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, like, These has <laughs> been <fans laughs> wild. This is
0: Spider Right. Sorry, thank
3: you for coming to my TED Talk. I had to make it though. <laughs> <laughs> right, now,
2: who else do I want to talk about? I um, to talk about Otto. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes. you guys, you were right there. He was like the secret MVP because it's like you were thinking, okay, he's gonna be one of the main villains that Spider Man has to face, but instead, he turns around to be the biggest help to Spider Man the entire movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I can't
3: describe it.
0: Oh, the way uh he got uh captured well he his introduction his introduction was the coldest kid. he's like just coming out of his smoke he's like hello i was like oh and i was like oh you want to play games i was like where's my machine i need the power of the sun in my hands and then uh the way he got captured that was like kind of funny in the bullshit way because basically he uh, ripped off a chunk of Spider Man's nano and then it kind of developed onto his tentacles. But ironically, it allowed Spider Man to take control with, you know, like Bluetooth. <laughs> that was like the funniest. That was hilarious. What
2: does it mean?
3: that mean? What you think I was saying I was. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I'm thinking. Does that mean Tony Stark had a hand in developing Doc Ock's technology? Mm-hmm. Oh, he, with the name the nails adapted to his his um
0: tentacles or whatever. It was it was too easy. Yeah, it was too easy. And we know Tony um, I is mean, weapons. I mean, yeah, with Stark Industries, there's a lot of shit that's kind of kept on the wraps. You know what I mean? Just like Shield. Uh, There's a lot of shit kept on the wraps. Oh, boy. But, uh... Yeah, for the most part, you've been a big help as far as trying to uh, help Spider-Man try to cure all the villains instead of uh, sending them back to the universe to be killed off by their respective Spider-Men. And... Really, that kind of helped from Aunt May because, remember, in the Homecoming series... Um, Uncle Ben was not there uh, So uh, Tom Holland learned about Great power and great responsibility from I may But funny enough It took, uh, took McGuire and Andrew Warfield To show up as like Older brother figures in a way And pretty much told him, Yeah bro, you don't want to go down that dark path I know what how you're feeling Because how we lost our Uncle Ben Our girlfriend Don't want to go down that dark path. I know what you're thinking, and uh, we had our Uncle Ben to thank to keep us on the straight path. You
4: know what I mean? Yeah. It was just so powerful that you know, to be required as soon as um, I was about to, you know, land the final blow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. No, that's not too easy. Please, young grasshopper.
0: Bro, that was so impactful too. To young grasshopper. Like. Like you know, in Spider-Man One, how uh, Green Goblin got killed by his own glider, and then you fast forward to No Way Home, where Tom Holland was ready to impale
3: Green Goblin with his own glider. Right, he remembered that, and he he wanted to inflict that that pain the way he was feeling. He wanted to inflict that on him. Yeah, pretty much, exactly, exactly.
0: It's very strong.
3: The emotion in their ahead oh, uh human. Sorry. Um, there is one point that I would like to point out where um,
0: when MJ is actually calling and like Tom oh I know tries he had- to go save her and then
2: like he gets swept away and I actually yes. start freaking out that he was gonna have the same moment as like and then not just an Uncle Ben moment and, and then Garfield just jumps down.
4: And you saw the emotion in his eyes as soon as he caught her and, like, knew that she was okay because he knew that, like, he couldn't have another person go through the same thing he went through. And that was so humane and, like, that was raw emotion. That was that made me cry because I was like, bro, like, he saved MJ, but he didn't save his MJ. And I was just. Like, my heart was pounding so hard. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not crying, you crying, shut up. Right. I was crying in the theater. but now it's so much. <laughs> <laughs> we're annoyed
0: that I was talking and being so excited during the movie. <laughs> y'all feel about Jamie Foxx's Electro form, because personally I felt like it was a major improvement compared to Amazing Spider-Man 2 yeah! I'm gonna be honest
2: I felt like it was about the same mm, no, I maybe
4: slightly better but
1: like,
2: overall,
4: like I wish there would have been a little bit more character development with him you know, like I know there was a lot
2: of character development in basically everybody
3: but like
0: he could have had a true like a whole new plot introduced for himself, you oh, know. Oh, no, see, when I say major improvement, I say first of all the suit, like the way it was. Oh, yeah. Uh, like the um throwback to the classic suit, where even like okay, let me go back to like at the final battle. And he shows up in the new suit, and for a brief moment, that uh, electric uh, lightning mash was over his face, kind of like symbolizing the uh, classic look. Yes,
4: yeah. <laughs> that was hot. I was like, yes, yeah, that was great. But aside from, you know, the upgraded suit and everything, the only suit I keep thinking about is the birthday suit, when he was introduced to me. <laughs> yeah, see, I was going to say that too, because yeah. that's another
0: thing that I like, because it was like, okay, he was showing up naked, and he was asking a question, it's like, uh, oh, y'all not going to act like, y'all don't see me butt-ass naked? <laughs> I was like, he had to be, um, called, it I was like, yo, like, I'm naked,
4: y'all not going to talk about that? <laughs> I was sitting next to cool you. Know, this. Like, you know,
0: like yeah. I mean if you like, see Django Unchained, chain, you would see enough. You know. Right, no, okay. <laughs> I did I really <laughs> uh, I did like
4: physical. I, I haven't read a lot of the comments, but I could identify who that was just by yeah. that little detail.
0: And they did a really good job animating it, like making it look almost realistic in that sense that I really like that. So that yeah, is good approach, it, I would totally agree with that. What's the the F- meme? Okay. <laughs> because you remember that uh, one meme with uh Vulture, Rhino, dot uh, Doc Ock, uh Green Goblin, uh, Electro, all six of them just being just straight up clowns, you know the goop troop. Yeah. And and it's kind of funny how Rhino didn't show up in this movie. Like, I mean, he didn't even have a, he didn't really even have a role in Amazing Spider-Man Two. But it would have been nice to have like you know an actual center to six instead of oh well, there was technically there, was like, but he didn't fight though. But yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> did anyone else think that the lizard was just kind of there, like same thing with Sandman? Yeah, yeah. I, they were just they were just occupied. <laughs> <apart> <laughs> to wrong were just, I didn't really, I don't know, I wasn't aware that there was character development for them. It was just like they honestly were just there just to fill those roles. In. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: almost like they were just there for the fan service. Right. Raven would have been a much better option. I
2: agree.
0: Yeah, especially considering that he's got to have a movie coming up, so Raven would have made more sense as a, at least an introduction or a cameo.
3: I can't confirm, but I believe they can. Oh! It is. <laughs>
0: <No!
2: laughs>
3: Let's hold out hope for Mike
2: Everybody's
0: like, no, I need my sexy animal man with the best <laughs> 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 uh, you know who else no, 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 that would uh, not as well as I hope but it would be kind of funny if Morbius got a, a cameo in this right, just low key, just walk down the street
3: To see how he's doing in about a month so right. yeah that's right, y'all, the movie's pretty much done so we're gonna see what's
0: happening there and by the way ladies and gentlemen listening we are gonna be reviewing more it, so stay tuned for that but uh i would hope that, that we can review on. it honestly <laughs> That's the yeah. show got good. <laughs> uh, like you know what's funny about that uh, that one joke he made at the very end like he made a venom reference like really he made a venom reference even though there's technically not a venom introduced until that dude infects somebody but you know it's very infuriating But, uh, another thing, uh, yeah. speaking of infuriating, uh, how mad Dr. Strange got with, um, Peter when, you know, how it was, like, the whole plot would have been over with if Peter would have just called the administration office and have the whole thing, uh, contested with him and his friends not getting able to go to MIT, but instead, Peter decided, yo, uh, Can you kind of make everyone forget that I was Spider-Man? Because that's really getting our way of getting to college. Because, like, bro, like, I understand you don't like people knowing that you're Spider-Man, but you telling me that you want me to wipe everyone's memory out. You know, like a neuralizer. Like, you want me to be a worldwide neuralizer for you. And you could have just called and said, hey, uh, I don't fair that you're not letting us go to college because, you know, the accusations. So, Dr. Strange treatments just kicked him out just instantly. I was like, you know, get out of my house. You're done. Yeah. A reminder
3: that no matter how smart Peter Parker is, he's still a kid. And he makes decisions like kids, like children do. And that's why I told Joe too. It's
0: like, in all fairness, though, how would you expect a, a teenager to know that ahead of time? See, Stephen Strange, being a doctor, he's been to college, so he would probably know that. Uh, in hindsight, but how can you get mad at a kid for not knowing that ahead of time? Like, there's no guidance counselor telling you, oh, well, on the off chance that you get framed for murder and they decide not to administrate you, uh, you can always call them and say, hey, man, that's not fair.
4: <laughs> right.
0: Saying? Yeah. Come on. Um,
4: Wait on what- I just
2: feel like that—that's a natural thing in the real world. It's like we naturally just don't have the correct guidance from our elders who are supposed to be teaching us the things that we are supposed to do, so that we can succeed and do the things that we want and need to do in our life, like getting accepted into college, right? Like they don't think
4: that you can just come to somebody. money. And it, was, it definitely was a real world reference because, to reiterate all the what Tim was saying, I do agree that it was a very childish mistake on Peter Parker's behalf, but it was like, you know, considering it was his mistake and all these villains from all these different, you know, universes came, and, you know, at the end, his character development, him losing Aunt May in the process, it was just like, you can tell that there was a different fear about Tom Holland. It was like, you know, he understood that he made a mistake, he fucked up. He fixed and corrected his mistake, you know, even though he had to sacrifice everybody knowing who he was. But in the end, you know, it was for the better, even though it sucked that on me. Oh my god. I nice. actually,
0: I wouldn't agree with you because think about it like this. Uh, let's say, for instance... He didn't ask um, Steven to do the spell, and he tried to do the call. His chances probably wouldn't have been that great because people um, would have still been on the fence about him um, murdering Mysterio. But it took Spider-Man to be a hero and save that MIT administrator from Green Goblin and Doc Ock to be like, okay, you know what? I believe you. You're a hero. I'm going to make sure that you and your friends get into this so was almost as if he had to buck up in order to at least get his friends
4: into M.I. And that's why I, I had to say it was a real-life reference because it was just, like, it's exactly as she said. It was like, you know, we don't grow up knowing anything and we don't have the proper guidance from our elders that, elder like, You know as a young adult you know you start off not really knowing shit and you think you do know shit and you know you fuck one of the worst ways and then you know years later when you finally look back you're just like okay i grew from this i know what lessons i needed to take from this and it sucks that it has to be that way you know what i mean
0: Mm -hmm. it's like the sacrifice that you had to uh... Make in order to learn those lessons it's like it kind of uh, it's kind of bad it's like, like kind of haunts you a little bit but you do become stronger for and it's kind of funny how in a way in my opinion it's like uh if you've gone your whole life you know like not making you mistakes your sure things would be a lot easier for you but then again um uh, to people who know better than you. Uh, almost that there's wisdom behind making mistakes versus just coasting through life, uh, just getting
4: lucky at every turn. Of course. There, there won't be any character development if it was went that way. <laughs> See, here's the thing, uh, uh,
0: I don't know exactly who made the original, but I know Martin Lawrence said it in his, uh, year 2000, uh, special, like, you know, after, you know, he had that, uh, craziness going on. He said, uh, no one is immune to the trials and tribulations of life no one's immune it's like uh, sometimes you gotta go through it in order to get stronger yeah. and that's how it is with Tom Holland it's like uh it was like yeah he's fighting villains and his um life you know his love life is like his hero life, it was like there was a little imbalance, but for the most part, you know, he would just be an avenger. He was uh, becoming, you know, Tony starts a little protege and it's almost that everything was going up for Tom Holland, up until No Way Home. Yeah, right, and then No the Way Home had to hit home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we, uh, and, hi. Um, I, yeah, I, I gotta go real quick, so. Uh, understandable, um, thanks for being on the show, though. Yeah, of course, without you. Thanks nice for having me. You. You're welcome, take you me okay? You Thank too. Sure. Happy, yeah.
2: holidays. Happy
0: holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holiday. Now, uh try to wrap up this, uh, review honestly I got some 3D prints I didn't get out of, um, printer but, uh <laughs> but, uh, as far as Peter Parker and the shit that he's gone through, you know he lost his aunt, he lost his um, mentor, he well, right uh
4: I don't feel good, Mr. Stark. He he held a lot of responsibility at the young age of, what, 16, 17 already? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like, he was still a kid, man. Like, and I want to say, like, fast forward, one year later or so, like, he had to drop out of uh, midtown just to, you know, make sure that his friends stay out of danger, you know, got his GED, got his first apartment, and still doing his thing as Spider-Man. But, uh, there's a lot of speculation where it's going to go from there, especially with Spider-Man 4 already being in development, but if Tom Holland is walking away from the role, then who's going to fill up the role like Miles Morales, and if he is, then how is that story going to be fleshed out, and uh, will Tom Holland, like he's going to uh, show up in a future MCU crossover, I, I heard, but the whole point is uh, is Tom Holland's Spider-Man uh, reappearance anytime soon, uh, if he going to interact with Miles Morales, and if there's going to be any other Spider people coming out, because I know there's going to be Silk coming out soon, so I'm thinking is there going to be like a Spider woman, or Spider-Man
4: 2099, or what's going on. Right. And if they come out with Miles, Miles Morales, ooh, I'm definitely in there like somewhere, and I'm definitely going to be a movie killer one of drop okay <laughs> yeah, i feel that even though he's like walking away I, I from what i read on the article it was like i don't think he's going to or at least what i interpreted i don't think he's actually going to walk away permanently i think he's just gonna pull up a toby McGuire, and he's just you know he said that yeah i he wants to make you know family he wants to have family and all that good stuff so good for him good on him but, you know, probably later on down the line, they'll somehow find a way to type. And, you know, if Miles Morales Miles, Miles does come out as a new Spider-Man movie, they're going to somehow find a way to type. That. Just like they did in the, the first one. Yeah, that's
0: right. All right, gentlemen, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. Uh, y'all got any final words? Like, just go ahead and go wild with like anything y'all want to get off the
4: chest about the film. Go ahead, then because you look like you want to see something. <laughs> what do you mean you go ahead I'm waiting on you come on now all right so I'm just gonna go ahead he's, he's <laughs> gonna his um it was a pleasure being on the podcast thank you guys so much for you know inviting me to, to speak well on behalf of, you know, the Spider-Man movie that we, were, we watched last night literally. <laughs> just, so I'm glad that we were able to cover, you know, this movie, and, you know, the time fashion, we were able to do it after, so, you know, my memory's still fresh. Uh, I, I might be a little old, though, my memory might not work as, as good as it should, but nonetheless, <laughs> it was a pleasure being here was great I'll, I'll definitely keep keeping up with you know getting more of it, guess, you know like whatever Spider-Man movie comes out in the future I'll uh, definitely be in there good
0: good
3: oh, And you Tim um, final chance uh, you got know anything Tim Tim do you mind if I speak we speak on the uh, the Doctor Strange trailer at the end cause I'm <laughs> yeah gonna... go ahead go ahead boy. we got I know you wanna talk about that shit there, there, there's so much that comes to mind so you know, you see, no, there was the one scene that lines up with that final, um, one of those final scenes in low-key, when he who remains, when the the you know, multiverse starts to crack, when the sky cracks, and Doc Strange is trying to pull it back together, that moment lines up perfectly with low-key, with that scene in low-key. So I'm thinking we're going to see all the bad come together and yeah, i'm just completely ready for it but well chavez. Yeah, uh, i'm definitely excited for american chavez but
0: another thing that was funny enough i remember WandaVision, to where that hex that i kind of opened up and where and at this point wherever happens uh loki is like okay anybody can be been responsible it could have been dr strange it could have been wanda and it's all connected somehow the point where you just busted the whole multiverse wide open um you're seeing all these different variants of people come from different universes and you're gonna have this whole multiversal war against playing the conqueror Galactic might be showing up uh we might even get crossovers with the x-men and fantastic forces they're coming into the fold in some shape or form you have the defenders such as uh matt murdoch's uh, daredevil I'm hoping we get people like Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and The Punisher showing up as well, but I can only imagine they're going to be like Hulu or something like that because you know how it is. they get so mature that uh, Disney Plus might be a no-no on some of the content, but like, we'll see though, we'll see. It's <laughs> a good thing Disney owns Hulu then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, with that being said... Uh, One thing I will say about Dr. Strange 2, I am highly anticipating Dr. Strange going up against Sorcerer Supreme, simply because ever since the whole thing with Marvel, what if, where he was fighting against himself and Mordo, and you see all the dimensions twisted up, and like, you know how with Dr. Strange 1, you see all the dimensions like in the and shit, it's like, okay, this is cool and all, but I feel like with Dr. Strange 2, they're going to get really twisted
3: much yeah, I did that asshole from that uh, Doctor Strange gave Peter for uh, in the mirror, uh, the mirror of the universe because he earned that. Yeah, Peter earned the ass. He beat Doctor Strange with the power of math.
4: No, that, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh, I thought no because the way you worded it, I'm like, no, Peter ain't the. He didn't, he's the Peter that Peter, Peter
3: got him in there. He got him right, in right
4: because gameplay. of math. The <laughs> <animal> <laughs> <played in the laughs>
0: It was awesome, bro, for real. But yo, like I said, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. I do thank you gentlemen for being on the podcast and we're definitely going to get together for more in the future. I'd like to also thank Human C137 for uh, Popping up on the podcast We have all the other people That's going to be Helping me out with the zone And also just to let the Ladies and gentlemen know that we are trying to Go ahead and get the ball rolling on getting the website up and running To where we're going to start doing written review We're going to do video Podcasts We're going to have the, all the episodes listed We're going to start selling shit on there and start making shit happen in a nerdy way. Yeah. But uh, until then, be nerdy, my friends. Great things are coming. And we are.